Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. And welcome back to your ninth, 10th, or 11th favorite reality TV recap podcast hosted by a married Mm -hmm. transatlantic Mm -hmm. international, Mm -hmm. totally monogamous. (laughs) Totally. Until very recently. What? Well, you invited a third into our relationship didn't you yeah i did i was shooting for caricom but instead um i got some of the letters wrong and i just brought covid home. you just brought covid home <laughs> you know we've been we're coming on seven years of yeah. of being together it's not, not the threesome i wanted no but no. it's the one you're getting it's the one, <laughs> it's the one you chose it, was, it definitely wasn't the one i deserve mm. i can tell you that mm. i've been good this year i got a fever 102.5 fever. <laughs> oh, I sorry, it took me a minute to figure out what you were singing. Anyway, how's it going? How you feeling? Hot. Yeah. I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm boiling up. I'm on fire. Oh, well, let's see if we can translate some of that spicy, spicy chemistry. Oh, before we continue. A tiny bit of housekeeping. First of all, sometimes we do the old intro where we talk about how we're a married, transatlantic, heterosexual, cisgender, monogamous couple. We started doing that when we started covering sister wives. If you hear those words and you go, ooh, why are they doing that? If you're all of those things or none of those things, you are welcome. This is a sex positive, queer positive covid positive now definitely covid positive (laughs) yeah um (laughs) podcast join our community uh facebook blighty day bays blighty is spelled b-l-i-g-h-t-y bays is spelled b-a-e 
S. Day is spelled D-A-Y. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> you can also join us on Patreon, and for just five U.S. dollars a month, you get all of our normal coverage without ads. Now, we do tend to do things a little bit later than everyone else, so sometimes you might get last week's episodes <laughs> this week. Sure. Um, but that's fine. Essentially, what we're doing, right, I like to think the main service we provide is, you know, when you're on the loo, because you're all part of the Irritable Bowel Syndicate, and it's taking an awful long time, and you're like, I need a podcast to get me through this. But I've listened to all of my favorite right. podcasts, yeah. right? And, and what you don't want to do is go to the ones that have been sitting in your playlist for like a month. Yeah. Right? That's There's a real desperation, isn't there? When you go for those, you go, oh, I'm going to listen to that one about a movie that came out three months ago that I never got around. We save you from that. We give you some more of the stuff you like later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's delayed gratification. That's right. Basically, we're edging you with our podcast. Every day of the week, you're like, oh, is there going to be a blight? Oh, oh, and then there isn't. And it's sexy. You sounded like you were squeezing out poo-poo there rather than anything else. But I, you know, do, but we've been doing more of that than each other. So right. that's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, that's, that's everything. Oh, um, if you join Patreon this month, I know it's kind of a lean month. People tend to cut back on their extravagances. Um, you will get to hear the rest of our Sister Wives in Plathville coverage, with which we call the Fundy Bus. Guest driver Amanda from Little Miss Recap um, does that. We love her. You will love her, too. Now, I might nibble in with those because I have things to say. <laughs> yeah, Robin has got commentary oh, to make. I have thoughts. I'm going to miss Cody. Gonna miss I Cody. am, too. I'm miss Cody. I kind of like Cody. I kind of already miss him. Yeah. I don't like him, but I like... Oh, I like watching Yeah, him. and I like disliking him. Yeah. Um, the other thing you will get this month is, as a Patreone, you will get to vote for our annual holiday special. Now, when I did the original poll... I forgot to include Die Hard, which was a big mistake because I did promise you last year that I would include it this year. Right. But by the time I thought to include it, 20 people had already voted, and that's a significant share of our Patreon, so I felt it would be unfair. I have added Die Hard in the comments. You can if you also... haven't voted and you're a Patreone, please, it's only right that you should give me my detonators. But you can also vote more than once. Oh, so right. if you've already voted... Vote also for Die Hard, what because I've, I want to do Die can Hard. Can I finish the instructions? Is that okay? Yeah. It just makes it a little bit easier for other people to follow. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So I did the... If you can just hold your breath while I do this, so I know you don't interrupt me. Thank you. So the poll was already up. It didn't have Die Hard on there. I could not make any adjustments to the poll, and I couldn't take it down because people had already voted. I have added a comment in the comment section that says, vote for Die Hard here. Please, if you want to vote for Die Hard, like that comment. Okay, you can go now. <sighs> I feel like a synchronized swimmer. I didn't know I could hold my breath for that long. 
That is a transferable skill. Right. Yes. Um, so that is everything. We are going to watch whichever one it was. We did Love Actually last year. Was it just us or did we have Elliot? I think it was just us. Who knows? Yeah, anyway. Us and Santa. Santa came along. I saw a very funny meme today that said, if you think the dude with the beard who works on Christmas isn't an Orthodox Jew. Right. Right? Right. (laughs) You do love Jewish people, everyone. You love them. (laughs) Well, you love Santa. (laughs) With his little elves in the sweatshop in uh, in the frozen north. I think one of the most iconic moments in television history of 2023 was Ariella took me a minute not to say Ariola. Ariella Brown spitting her, what we call a dummy in the UK, what you would call a binky or a passy in the, in the U S spitting it out to say Santa isn't real. <laughs> That was chef's kiss. That. It was peak. Do you not remember that? No. It was a it was a moment. Okay. Anyway, today we're talking about 90 Day Fiance original recipe. Do you take one another? I think that's what we're doing. Uh season 10, episode 8. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? That doesn't sound right. Sure. Pretty sure it is. All right, we're gonna proceed. As if in the full confidence that um, Cousin Dan can correct us. Everyone, send your love to Cousin Dan. They have had a tremendous task on their shoulders of reopening a pub under new management um, up where they live. And they have been working their ass off and doing a fantastic job for the pub and for us. So, you know, send... Send your your love and thanks and praise and, and all the rest to Cousin Dan. We absolutely adore you, Cousin Dan. You are the MVP of the Octi Squad and or the Squid Scott Squad rather. Um we love you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so just a small word about that. <laughs> cousin Dan. This sorry, this is you haven't said anything in a while now, so the wheels are starting to come off. Let's jump right in, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> cousin Dad, you can tighten any of this shit up, but don't take out the nice stuff about you. We love you. Um right, yes. All right. Um I don't understand why they're leaving the Airbnb that Sophie hired because I'm not saying it's the nicest place in the world and I don't even know what neighborhood it's in, but it's way better than where Knob lives. Yeah, I, well, sure, they could have just stayed there, but the idea is they're starting a life together, so they probably can't live in an Airbnb. But what I like is that he takes her to another Airbnb that is not as good as the Airbnb she just had. (laughs) Also, that place was skanky. That place has been a filming location for Brazzers or... Oh, sure. That is the... Which which valley is it in... 
I'm very bad with the metro LA area. I'm very bad San with Bernardino, that San Fernando. Someone's going to get offended. Yeah, probably, someone's going to be like, my preschool that I run for special needs children is there. It's also where they film all the porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Basically, they probably shouldn't have a school there. Hey, well, no, but I mean, is it a porn school? That's all I'm saying. No disrespect no to disrespect. sex workers. No, I think they should be educated. Maybe not from that young an age. Maybe no, rethink what you're doing there. No, please take this out, Cousin Dan. We're going to get in so much shit for saying all of this. Please, I beg you, take it out. Okay. Um, right. So wherever this beachfront property is, it's nasty. It's jizzed upon without being washed. Yeah. A black light would turn itself off and leave discreetly. No, it's not good. Right. Um, according to Nob, he's a good guy who made a mistake. We're all good guys, guy. Now, when I hear a line like that, <laughs> no. I immediately think about every defense attorney that's ever been on Law & Order. You know, the sort of particularly Law & Order SVU trigger warning where they're defending somebody who's done something really awful. It's inevitably a uh, very I, – I think people can use their imagination and kind of get what I'm saying. It's always to excuse something really, truly awful. Yeah, he didn't mean it. Right. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is... He just did a horrible thing, but that doesn't stop you being a nice guy. Right. Right. Um, so they're at this... Oh, we've already talked about... What it. does stop you being a nice guy? I think doing something disgusting, <laughs> probably. Do you think? How many times do you think you have to do the disgusting thing before you can no longer be classified Once. as a nice guy? Once. 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 Yeah. Yeah. A nice guy who makes a mistake... Is yeah. somebody who forgets to file their tax return on time. Yeah, maybe. Because or, they've had a really difficult year. Yeah, or gets your birthday wrong because they're on the UK calendar system rather than the US. Yeah. Yeah. I thought your birthday was on the 5th of March, but it turns out to be on the 3rd of May. You know, that is legitimate, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Maybe, you know... Sending dick pics to a stranger on the internet once, <laughs> you could make the argument that you're a nice guy, but doing it multiple times, I don't, I think at this point you are no longer a nice guy. You know what? I feel like because of Natalia's relationship on Below Deck and the depths yeah. to which it's been covered, I'm burnt out on. On, nego on negotiating the terms of of other people's relationships. Do you know what I mean? Like, he says that... Oh, sure. It's just that she's negotiated them. That's all. She said very clearly, I don't want you to do this. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't... I don't want to hear that from him. No. Um, no. But he's a nice guy. So, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. Stop being so mean. He's not. He oh. found... He says he found chicken korma... Uh, so what more does she want? Also, <laughs> never eat food that someone found. No. No. Do you forgive me or do you think you ever will? And he says that in the way of like, <sighs> uh, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you forgive me or do you think you ever will? Because 
I've got somebody in my inbox who will forgive me right now ahead of time for everything I've already done. Yeah, the girl that you sent the dick pics to, she's she's she doesn't mind. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this. And yeah. I we're this is not a gossip pod, so we don't really like to to go outside the realm of this world. But I heard through the grapevine that this relationship might have initiated on OnlyFans, which might make all the rest of it make a bit more sense. That's the only thing I'll say in Nob's defense. If that's true, then I think the line is a little bit blurrier. Oh, the line is super blurry. Than we're led it's, to believe. It's like his job to right, be doing that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's fine, but yeah, I, I look. I felt all along we're being told a story that's not the actual story with these two. So fine, fine, fine. Quite, yeah. Um, I also want to mention something that you said at the time we were watching it, which is that a mistake is when you think you're doing something right and it turns out to be the wrong thing. Yes, correct. A mistake is not when you know you're doing the wrong <laughs> right. thing and it turns out to be the wrong thing. That is not a mistake. If anything, you executed the infidelity perfectly, sir. Congratulations. But you know what? what? It was only online infidelity. Don't care. It's just online. No, it's all right. So she's going to give him another chance. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what finger does this go on? Um. Sophie gets on the on the blower, as it were, to mum. Does it count as being on the blower if you're doing video chat, or is that is the blower just the phone? I think it's the shower. The shower, <laughs> isn't it? Soph is on the shower to mom. <laughs> um, I felt betrayed by mom in this moment. I know. I want her to go full crazed, right? I I really want her. I want her to turn up, and I want her to go full full crazed. That is the only way this storyline can redeem itself at this point, right? That's yeah, yeah. Because I really liked her mom, and I don't know. I don't know if she's lulling Sophie into a false sense of security by saying like, "Oh no, it's okay. I support your relationship. I can see that he cares about you." Yeah, don't say any of that. Yeah, don't give him any benefit of the doubt. Just, you know, I want you to go Tasmanian devil. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I want that too. Yeah. Um, Gino and Jasmine, we touch on for about two minutes. Uh, I have in my notes. I want her to go full Jasmine. That's what I want. You know, when Jasmine is properly, you know, the head opens up, the mouth opens up even more, and the, the guttural screams. I mean, she is primal scream therapy in human form, right? Yeah. Right? The, the, what she can drag up, her rage screams, Jasmine is glorious at that. That's what I want from Sophie's mum. Gino went to engineering school so <laughs> that he could put IKEA furniture together. Sure. I think, to be fair, I think you need to go to engineering school to be able to put IKEA furniture together. Yeah. That is I, reasonable. I think so, too. When you get IKEA furniture, do you get slightly... This is... Um, this is a very mid-90s, or not mid-90s, early 2000s stand-up. I'm not bit. doing a bit. Okay. I'm not, I promise I'm not right. doing a bit. <laughs> but do you still get quite excited by you know those circular disc things that you push into the like the routed um circular 
indent holes and you turn it with a screwdriver and it locks around like a bolt. You know those ones? You push them in and you turn them. I've never put my own IKEA furniture ah, together. Okay, and so. it looks I get very excited when any flat pack furniture I have has those cuz those are like they work really well and they're super easy and it feels like a cheat code for furniture assembly. <laughs> Come at me if, if you also get really excited when you open flat pack furniture and there's like a little baggie full of those. You go, oh, this is going to be really easy. Well, kadoos to you all who can put, who can assemble flat pack furniture because I can't, I don't even try. I can't read maps. I can't read you those can't kinds read of instructions. Maps. I no. just, no, no, can't do that. No. Um, he hopes things get better. Yeah, it's, it's always good to hope that things will get better, right? Yeah. <laughs> but she's walking in there dressed like Laura Bush. Right. Or the lady who goes on to become, like, the president in Hunger Games. Yeah. You know, with the short blonde crop kind of, you remember her? She's, like, quite a minor character, and then she ends up sort of being the president. I think that'll really resonate with our listeners. Oh, I think sure. they'll be able to get a, a a good picture straight away. Come hey, do you, do we really need to do this again? We no, did the walking we don't. dead thing. No, we do not. Okay. Um <laughs> You've all seen it. Everyone, please forgive me for being a little bit impatient with my husband today. I know I'm being snappy. I know it annoys you. Um I'm just asking for a little bit of grace. Uh, for reasons that I won't go into because they're personal. Um, yeah, we can all be kind to each other. I'll work harder on being kinder to you and we'll all get through this together. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine, uh, f- has, is finding out about the bachelor party, right? <sighs> but she has to kind of get it out of him. Which is really annoying. Uh, but that's always the way with Gino. Like, Gino as the world's worst liar. Always feels that he has to... He's, like... You know how ostriches bury their head in the sand? Yeah. Right? Because they are dumb... They are dumb fucking birds. Right? And they genuinely think, if I can't see you... <laughs> you, you can't, can't see, see me. me. Yeah. Even though there's a big fluffy bum sticking up... Up in the air and a big old neck. And the only bit you can't see is the head because it's in the sand, right? But the rest of you, Mr. Osterich, is entirely on show. That is how Gino lies. <laughs> right? Do not think... He thinks you won't see right through it, but you will. Yes. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Do you not also think that some of this is a bit of Minnesota nice there is definitely i mean we've been watching the new season of fargo new season of fargo return to form do watch fargo yeah um but yeah yeah how near is minnesota to that part of michigan are we completely different parts of the world i have no sense of american geography that's really bad i don't either to be honest where is minnesota i mean it's up isn't it wall lives there right yeah it's up top Maria Bamford's from there. Great. Yeah, I assume it's. I think it's. It's but like below it's up top, or but next to the left. It's uh, people are screaming listening <laughs> to this. Okay. Um, I think there is a Michigan nice though. That's the thing. The accent in some parts of Michigan actually is pretty similar. But but yeah, 
it's less obvious Michigan nice, but it is still a thing. Yes, and Michiganders, before you come for us, Robin was married to a Michigander for 20 years, so he's allowed to speak about Michigan, whereas I am not. Not quite 20 years, but I certainly know my Michigans. You know what? If I say it specifically, then someone's going to like find your marriage license and look up yeah, don't do the, that. the year. So don't I'm, do that. that's why right. I'm being unspecific. 30 about... years. I was trying to de-age myself. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she says, I'm tired of having to say sorry for the way you make me feel. It's a good one. It is a good one. Is it slightly off the mark of what's healthy in a relationship exchange? Well, here's the thing. That is a really valid thing to say to someone, I think, right? If, if it is how they make you feel. Right, because I think she feels an awful lot of stuff that Gino doesn't make her feel. I think her past trauma makes her feel. Yes. Right. So she's both right and wrong that you shouldn't apologize for how other people make you feel. But before you level that accusation, you should be actually quite clear about the fact that it really is them doing it, and I don't think it is. In this particular case, we can all agree Gino's done nothing wrong. Apart from the bachelor party mm, thing. Sorry, I was yeah. referring to the stuff that she found. We started okay. this latest. Yeah, the bachelor party thing. I, sure. I think he should have been... I think he should have told her of about the bachelor party. I don't think that's something that you... He, he should have known he's marrying Jasmine and shouldn't have had one. It's very simple. You don't need one. Yeah, and you know, that brings up its own set of things that you need to talk about. They really... They need to... They need to go to counseling and really talk about, you know, not permanently avoiding each other's triggers, but just being able to communicate openly. Because I do think that, and I've said this before about their relationship, if he validated her ever, even once, it would make a huge difference. No, no. But to me, that's his greatest sin against her, is that he gaslights the shit out of her. Yeah, but it's not willing gaslighting. It's not, it's that he just doesn't want to have to deal. But that's still gaslighting. Oh, sure. Sure. You're gaslighting me. No, you're gaslighting me. (laughs) That's my word. (laughs) Y'all... If uh, we've referred to it too many times, I know if you're I, I want to shout them out because I, I think they are exceptional podcasters and and humans. Not that I know them personally, but um, Ace and Caitlin from uh, Sister Wives Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided. Um, it's not for everyone. The the humor's a little blue, but. If I mean, Robine's a little blue. If you're into that kind of a thing, and you, I think they've done a crossover with Reality Gaze also. Um, they're a really good time, and they're really kind, salt-of-the-earth people who um, put good stuff out into their community. So, you know, give them a listen. If you don't like it, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, very, very quick teeny tiny little clip of Devin and Nick uh, leaving Korea, arriving in Memphis where they're met at the airport 
by Kevin and Katrina, Devin's parents, who are our age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. From the looks of it. Um, You know, which is fine. So it went surprisingly well with Nick's parents. It can't go well with this lot as well. We can't have it work both ways, surely. No. No. At some point, someone's got to be a dickhead. I'm just going to... I'm going to say this, uh, and I don't think that I'm out of bounds here. It's normally the American side that lets us down. (laughs) Historically, that has tended to be the way. It's normally the American in-laws that are hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not always, though. Not always. Not always. Like, Hespin Round Soup comes out, her parents in India... They were quite reasonable, weren't yes, they? Yes, they were lovely. Yeah. I mean, it can happen. Um, I like when Nick was freaked out by how poorly lit the parking lot was. Um, because one thing that you can say for Koreans is they sure do do light. They're very, there is an exhibition on in London, in Borough Market. If you're in the area, go to the Korean Lights show. Oh, I haven't been to that. It is, by all accounts, um, my day job employer rhapsodize it about he's like it's one of the best things he's ever seen we should go we should go um but the pictures i've seen of it, it it's kind of incredible yeah they know how like edison and or tesla and i know which side i'm on were basically born so that korea could do good shit with light you guys if you like thomas edison Ugh. and you're not from pennsylvania <laughs> You guys, if you're from Pennsylvania. <laughs> hey, come on now. I will not stand for that. Okay. If you like Thomas Edison, you Garbage. really, you need to reconsider and reevaluate your opinion. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Edison was sufficiently smarmy, oily, and fake enough in the Gilded Day? No. No. He was almost charming, wasn't he? But he still bumptious. Sh- he was basically Space Karen of his day. Yeah, he was. He didn't actually do anything. He just fronted other people's work, right? That's why he should have been played by a sentient pile of badly sewn together taxidermy full <laughs> of cockroaches. Okay. Okay. Is that your description of Space Karen? Oh, no. He's way worse than that. Yeah. Do you all like, know who we're talking about when we say Space Karen? I, they do. Yeah. And if not, they can Google it. And I don't want to talk about... Let's let's yeah. not talk about unpleasant stuff. Let's talk about cows fucking each other. Right. Excuse my language. Somebody sent a lovely message recently, and I'm sorry I've forgotten your name already, saying, thank you for being the podcast that I can listen to when my kids are around. Um, what? So I'm mindful of that. What? It's a nice compliment. Can they? Um, I think it's I think for the most part, we're not terribly sweary. I swear a bit. Um, I like a good swear. I'm British. It's it's, it's our culture. So we're going on to Nikki and Igor. He points to the place where he saw cows fucking each other for the first time. His words. So maybe... Given that that is part of his origin story, maybe she should incorporate. Maybe she should listen to what does it for him. <laughs> is she so desperate for them to have more sex? Maybe she should enter the bedroom in a pantomime cow outfit and offer to reenact that tender moment. Would she be the front or the back part of the cow? Because presumably, 
<laughs> Presumably it's one of those, or is it like a cow onesie kind of a thing? No, it's definitely a two mana. Um, I don't know who would who'd play the or two womaner in this case. Oh no, indeed, yeah. absolutely. Um, what was Igor's mate called? He could he could be the the other half, maybe they could find someone, or or the 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 lady who was understanding and sympathetic. She would she go in the cow outfit, wouldn't she? She'd do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to dance or, around it. Or you know who else would be good to go in it? Who his mum. I mean, that's kind of creepy because I'm now talking about a sexual act. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> speaking of... Natalie, too. Yeah, his mom Bulia, is... Bulia, Bulia, She was full Natalie. She was Natalie, wasn't she? Yeah. Important to point out, Natalie is not Russian. She's Ukrainian. Oh, sure. Yeah. I know. But, I mean, these people are Moldovan, but I, they're Russian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, ethnically Russian. Ethnically Russian, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, like I've, I was like, fuck me, that's Natalie. It just is. She had the same crazy corkscrew hair, the same awful eye makeup. Yeah. The same physical movements and motions. The kind His of... mum is Natalie. The kind of cloying, wide-eyed desperation. Yeah. Super aggressive and yet super tender at the same time. It's... It's aggressive tenderness. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. Let's not ignore the real star of the show here, though. Uh, uh, Jessica Delilah, the Russian toy terrier. Right. Who the stepdad is best friends with. I he, thought that was incredible. He loved Jessica Delilah. And also, I'm becoming a big fan of giving dogs two names. I am too. Like Rico motherfucking Suave. Exactly. But Jessica, like, unless Jessica Delilah, like, I can sort of go, oh, okay, that's my, that's my Cavalier Spaniel, Olivia Newton-John. Do you know what I mean? Or that's my Yorkie, Rico motherfucking Suave. Is Jessica Delilah, uh, like, a a famous person in Moldova? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I just think Jessica is not really a dog's name. I like it. I wonder if Delilah is the name of a previous dog and Jessica... You know how, like, you get kind of, you know, patches too? Sure. Which I think is unspeakable, right? Yeah. You know, this is its own dog. (laughs) Well, Michael Jackson did that with his third child. Did he? Yeah, there's Prince Michael and Prince Michael too. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Um, Who knew that Michael Jackson was crazy? Anyway, Maya... We don't like that word. That's a pejorative. Okay. Mentally ill. Troubled. My psyche won't handle this, Maya says, but if a mum doesn't believe in their child, who will? I have to let him go. I didn't really understand... Uh, the whole exchange here. Um, but it doesn't matter because the blessing is given. The blessing is given. Um, that's all we were looking for. I was kind we, of hoping they would be a little more resistant because because she's Nikki an awful is human a being. Xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a very thin human costume on. Yeah. Um. 
I was very appreciative of the fact that the good old 90 day tradition of the silent father. Yes. Continued to ring true. Mm-hmm. One day, just one day, there'll be a father who takes the lead in these things. It's really weird. I'm sure it's happened before, I but can't I can't think of a single one. Oh, I can. Do you remember? Um... Oh, Apart from very... Chuck. But Chuck was separated. Yeah. Like, if Chuck has still been with his wife, then I could have sure. ju- judged but it. Do but... you remember Emily and... Um, I'm so sorry that I cannot remember his name. African gentleman. They had a baby together. Yeah. And she got... Her dad yeah, 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 kind of yeah. took the lead. Yeah, I'm very sorry I don't remember no, his name, No, you're right. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bitch Vibes is coming. Okay. When? Do that, I need to get dressed? That was in the preview for the next episode. Igor says Bitch Vibes is coming. Bitch Vibes is coming. And I think that is a t-shirt waiting to happen. <laughs> um, let's move on to Ashley and Manuel. Mm-mm. Now, I was on <laughs> Manuel's side I'm always on Manuel's side, (laughs) which I resent, which I resent because he's a terrible human being. I really like Ashley and I think she's great TV and I love watching her. I just like the way Manuel sticks to his guns. I think it's hilarious. I was on his side in the, well, I was on his side in the phone argument and I'm also on his side in this argument about her having too much coffee. When he said... (laughs) Why do you, when he sort of describes that she has multiple kind of, we got a a Stanley Cup situation, we've got a jar scenario. I think there's a can of like, you know, iced Starbucks coffee from the gas station. That's what it was. It It wasn't a Stanley mug. He goes, why do you want them all? What are you, an octopus? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Right? Right. Maybe she is an octopus. Um, In which case... Join our Patreon. The behavior that I take issue with, and I know you will join me on this one, is that is the FaceTiming a friend while driving to bitch about Manuel as though he's not right next to her. Again, I cannot confirm or deny that that was a video call. The phone could have simply been mounted. I don't know. But I am... Pretty like the eyes dart down, and when you're just making a voice call, you don't look at the phone, right? Right. She's making video calls while driving, right? I think. Yeah. Maybe. Can't prove it. Can't prove it. What do you think her insurance, her car insurance payments are like? Well, after this, (laughs) through the fucking roof, I'd have thought. More than uh, more than three hundred dollars a month. Well, money continues to be a, a sore point. Not surprisingly, now I don't know their actual names, and I mean no disrespect. But when I don't, particularly when I don't like people or their line of questioning, I will assign them my own names for them. So I'm calling Ashley's friends Wendell and Kendall for our purposes. Perfect. So they're meeting Wendell and Kendall at the candle shop. Um, Wendell and Kendall, the picture of a perfect relationship. It's okay. It's just the mailman. But we wouldn't have known because we don't have the dogs screaming their faces off. That's right. Nothing barked. And so all of a sudden I heard noise. Yeah. It was a mailman. Um, 
So Ashley explains that they didn't get to know each other like the average couple does because they went from sort of hanging out in a group and I guess sort of having a long distance relationship to moving in together. And I assume the subtext of that is we never had any serious conversations. Yeah, none at all. Up until now. We didn't talk about values. We didn't talk about money. We didn't talk about anything important up until this very moment. Um, Not surprisingly, Manuel's very grumpy. I think he probably didn't have a nap on the way over because he's... I think he sleeps on every car journey, which is why it's a problem when he always decides he can walk home. But if I do not, I think it's, you know, like how kidnappers put bags over the heads of people so, like, they can't find their way back. Sure. I don't think he's paying full attention to the roadside. He may well not be, but he's in a, (laughs) the reason why I think he hasn't napped is because he's in a terrible mood. Like, he sort of snaps at the, now, in fairness, I find, I, and this kind of interrogation, I'm sorry, I do it too. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's not where I was going. Okay. He snaps at the retail worker. Um, By the way, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's to everyone working retail this time of year. We salute you. Massive kadoos because dealing with customers this time of year can be very challenging. Um, He says, you explained it very well. Too bad I didn't understand anything. Oh, oh, sorry. I was. I didn't know you were referring to that. I didn't think that that was a snap. To be honest, I, 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 I hear you. As someone working in the service industry, you may read it that way. And and to be honest, it's in the eye of the beholder, right? Okay. I don't think he meant that at all. I think he was. I think it was a self-deprecating joke. Okay. I yeah, think. I think you're probably right. Yeah. She was really annoying, though. She was one of those like, <laughs> okay, do you want me to go ahead and? First, you're going to go ahead and pick out these scents. Now, this vanilla candle smells like vanilla, and this pumpkin one smells like pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever... The the phrase that always string, uh, strikes fear into my heart is, have you ever been to an ex before? Right. Right? Like, I can't fucking figure it out as I go. I don't need the, the pattern. I always I, say yes just to avoid that conversation. Yeah. Come at us. When you come to a place for the first time and it seems relatively straightforward. Yeah. All I need to know is am I am I ordering at the counter? Do I order and pay at the counter? Is right. there table service? I usually look that up ahead of time because like many of our ND bays, 
um, I need to see a menu and understand the layout of a restaurant before I attend. Yeah, I'm the same if I'm driving anywhere. I will use Street View to find the exact place mm-hmm. I can park. Mm-hmm. I, I will zoom in on, on like, parking regulation signs. And stuff. I need to know shit before I get to shit because I can't deal in the moment. Right. Now, um, there there is a restaurant chain, used to be, still is, called Harvester in this country. And they would always greet you. And it was in their like their TV adverts. Have you ever been to a harvester before? And I remember being asked that once when I went to a harvester. And I just looked at, is this rude? I looked and square in the eye and went, if I'd ever been to a harvester before, would I be back here now? Um, it didn't go down well. No, that is really rude. <laughs> harvesters are horrible. Harvesters are like, it, it's a giant kind of salad bar set up where everything is covered in a layer of seven-year-old snot oh gross right you you could not go to no uh, no y'all i can't do buffets that's not a life that's not a snobbery thing that's not a lifetime trait of my i just can't do them no i can't um speaking of rude so are you saying that you didn't think it was rude for Wendell and Kendall to ask about sending money to Manuel's family. It's a conversation we've had God knows how many times. Here's the fucking deal. Sorry if your kids are listening. Um, It is a cultural thing. People support their families in other cultures. We in parts of the west the uk and america are almost almost alone in that we are selfish bastards who don't do that right well it's that simple just about everywhere else does to be fair a large number of baby boomers don't need support from their kids and it's kind of the other way around sure yeah but everywhere else in the world you if you go and live in another country, you send money back home. That's just that's one of the reasons you go mm-hmm. to other countries because mm-hmm. you can make enough money yep. to send back home. You can make more and send back more than if you stayed there, right? But leaving that aside, you support. I mean, look, I'm not going to get all I want my money about this. You remember her? Yes, yeah. absolutely. But I mean, that was like the really ugly side of it. But. Even that was just showing, like, this is what happens when cultures are completely disregarded, right? Right. It's not up for negotiation. It's not up to Manuel to completely rewrite the rules of how shit gets done where he comes from, right? Right. And where I, he comes from, you send money back home. Wh- also, he's got kids. Yeah. Like, what I'm confused. Even in this, sorry, but even in this country, like the UK and America, you still pay child support, goddammit. Right. What I'm confused about is how this is any of Wendell or indeed Kendall's business. I mean, Kendall is the one who's really pushing about it. Like, why should this be Ashley's responsibility? I wouldn't dream of, I mean, I come from, and I think, I don't know if it's different on the West Coast or in other parts of America, where I'm from it's considered very rude to talk about money. Well, you don't tell other people how they should be spending their money. But the shocking thing here is that Ashley doesn't know about it either. I, I will just say, in this case, Manuel, as usual, has handled it really badly because he hasn't managed Ashley's 
um, expectations on this. He should have been, if I'm coming over there and it's 90 days and I can't work, and then there's a period of time before my green card comes through and I can't work, you are going to have to let it be known. Yeah. That I have to send $300 back. So if that's not going to work for you, we should both get back on the internet and find someone else. Sure. But also, why do they need to include Wendell and Kendall in this conversation? I get that Ashley feels alone. And I understand that she's invested. This is not an inexpensive process. This is not, this is a labor intensive process. It's an emotional process. All of that. And I get that, you know, she doesn't want to give up on it. But from my perspective, she has tried talking to him. She's tried going to couples therapy. She has tried everything. I don't think that I think she has her answer, which is he's yeah. not interested in seeing her point of view, right? No, but, but, and on the one hand, I almost admire it. He has set his boundary. Mm-hmm. He has said, this is how it is. It's not up for discussion. Take it, leave it. What you don't get to do is exist alongside it and complain about it. Right. Right? She needs to say, that doesn't work for me, so I guess we're done. Yeah. Now, as for Wendell and Kendall, they're the Greek chorus. Okay, they are, you're kind of like, why do they need to get involved? Because the producers ask them to get involved. Like, they, they, yeah. right? Okay. okay. Yeah, I see that. They are just the voice of the audience. Okay. So these people are invited onto the show to say the things that no character naturally would say on the show because they're the questions the producers feel need asking. I disagree. These questions do not need asking, but fine. And I get that we need drama. I I guess what I hate about this line of questioning in particular and this topic in particular is that it always serves to shame the person who is in a position where by necessity they have to ask for money. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, it's gross. I hate it. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah. Uh, shall we move on to Clayton and Annalie? Yes, please. We're bathing guinea pigs. Have you seen or are you familiar with the 1980s UK advertising campaign? It might have been by a famous director, actually, for the Flake advert. Given the setup... The first three words. I think I've shown you the flake advert. Okay. Because it's like the gold blend adverts, right? These are the iconic ads of the 80s, right? Love the gold blend adverts. But the flake advert is a lady reclining back in the bath. She's naked. Okay. Because she's in the bath. It helps. Okay. The water is steaming. And then there's a guinea pig? There's not a guinea pig, there's a flake. Now, a Cadbury's flake is a flaky, long piece of chocolate that crumbles as you eat it. so good. Except no substitutes. The American version won't be made the same way the British version is. No. Um, Flakes are really good. But she consumes this flake in the most pornographic way 
imaginable. Okay. She flights the flake bar. Right. Right. It is one of the most over-the-top egregious moments of, like, sex cells. It's a fucking chocolate bar, right? Mm -hmm. But (laughs) it is pornographic. It is tremendous. Okay. (laughs) Right. That and the Caramac, Caramac, Caramel Bunny, like, those are, the Cadbury's had a thing for... Right. How does this connect to the guinea pigs in the bathing? <laughs> because I found it, because I grew up in the 1980s in this country, I found it highly erotic. That's all I'm saying. It, the tenderness with which the guinea pigs were being bathed reminded me of the <laughs> I don't know why. God, we've it's like a role reversal. <laughs> I finally understand what it's like to do a podcast with uh, me. What a nightmare. Maybe COVID has like done a um Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday on a switch. Shit. If I was in your body, I would hmm, you know what I would do. I don't need to say it. I, know I don't exactly need to be foul. What, what um, was the Freaky Friday? Uh, nope. We're what's, moving. What's the one with Judge Reinhold? Nope. All right. We're staying on task and we're moving on. Okay. Yeah? Didn't you find it? No. I'm just waiting. Oh, I'm done. Okay, good. (laughs) Oh, give me strength. All right, so... um, Look, sad stuff ahead, um, parental illness. Um, Annalie's mom is in delicate health. The the guilt gauntlet is thrown. Um, She is alone. I guess her parents are separated or divorced or were never together. Um, I would find that extremely difficult if my mom was ill and I didn't have siblings uh, who were based in the U.S., I would find that very difficult. So yeah. that's that's an interesting wrinkle there. I wonder how that's going to affect whether they stay together or not. Um, they're headed off to romantic Indiana. They're meeting Brandy with an eye, the uh, sister at an orchard. Um, now you've listened back. I haven't because I, I rarely do. Um, you've listened back to the pod I did with Poodle from Reality. Yes. Games. Now, did it did it stay in the inside gossip about Brandy? Did that make it did. the card? Yes. It did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, go check that out. I was on Reality Games yes, this week. Yes, I'm uh, so sorry. I should have said from the very beginning. Um, talking about toe. Um, which was tremendous fun. Thank you so much, Poodle. Um, I am no Matty, but um, I had a wonderful time. Thank you so, so much. Yes, we love them. And if you don't already listen to them, um, please do. And they should be lives? and they should be your number one. They really should. I'm sure they are. Um, but yes, some real good insider information from someone in their sissy squad about brandy. I thoroughly thoroughly recommend it even though it's the toe podcast you will find yeah, that goss there went into it a bit yeah you'll find um it so look brandy with an eye doesn't feel great about uh the introduction it was not a good meeting um and i appreciate that 
Annalie kind of holds her own and says she doesn't get pushed around easily. Um, Brandy with an eye says, I know it was kind of a turd last time. <laughs> she says the information overload overwhelmed her and she's always going to no. see... <laughs> What? No, I'm just I'm disagreeing. There was no information overload. It didn't overwhelm her. You were drunk. Um well it it might have overwhelmed her if she was depending on what she was on at the time. Who knows? Fireballs. Um anyway, we're aided by the magic of Google Translate and uh Annalise says she was hurt by the green card comment because she's left her mum to be there. And I thought what mature and sensitive communication. Yeah. Now, having said all that, yeah. I just have a feeling, an intuition, an inkling that uh, there isn't, that the sort of keeping the relationship a secret and off social media is not the nothing burger it has been purported to be. No. Uh, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think that sh- we have a smooth operator here who... Um, with Annalie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also with Brandy, I think. Um, I think Brandy is a shrewder operator. Like, Brandy has turned up today in a little floral summer dress. Like, the diametric opposite of what she was before like it's terrifying how she was just a completely different person right i think she flipped around i'm i'm pretty sure she has used this softer side to extract this kind of information and i think that when she goes back to mean crazed drunk brandy it is all going to be used that's the thing i think we've got two people that are playing some really interesting games and the story is these two, right? He he doesn't matter. The mum doesn't matter. The guinea pigs don't matter. This story is all about that. Yeah, right? I think so too. And they are both playing 3D chess. Yep. Yeah? Yep. They're both revealing certain things, but not revealing other things. They are listening to what the other person says and figuring out how they can use it later. And if it goes the way I hope it goes, it could end up being spectacular. Here's hoping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, now, there is a little bit where Clayton mansplains what sexual frustration is. Um, well, the blue balls thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to get too deep into that if that's all right with, with you all because I, you know, call me crazy, but I think sex should be consensual. Weird. Um, weird outlook. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. You don't get to complain about that. Go and masturbate. That's what it's for. I just don't, I don't understand the point of bringing it out publicly. Like, I think if you, if, yeah, if intimacy is an issue, then, then yeah, you can talk about it. But no one in the history of this show has been able to talk about (laughs) sexual intimacy without shaming the other person involved. It's never, well, hmm. It's it's hard, isn't it? Because on the one hand, like the conversation should be "I need" rather than "you don't," right? But then yeah. you have someone like Nikki who does do a lot of "I," and and that's a problem. No, so- but all but her "I needs" are always "I need you to do this differently." Yeah, which isn't really the same thing. Like she doesn't. I think 
something that Nikki could say, and it would require her to be vulnerable, which is impossible for her, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it always comes out as anger, even mm-hmm. if it's pain and mm-hmm. rejection underneath. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think if she said something like, our lack of intimacy makes me feel, or when I when I suggest that we have sex and you say no, what I make up about that is that you don't love me and you're not interested in me, and I feel rejected. Yes, I still don't think that will go anywhere, because he will say, and I feel overwhelmed with it and demands aren't sexy and then there is nowhere else for that conversation to go no i think that there's places because the the last part of that is um you know i feel rejected i would prefer in the future to have um my confidence in our relationship and my security in our relationship not attached to whether we have sex or not. Yeah. And then it's for her to do that work, right? Or I would prefer to feel, or he could say, I I think you can still have an open conversation about that, but it requires that both of you are vulnerable and willing to, yeah. to talk about it, which is not going to happen. No. Because as we ha- know... Uh, she goes straight from when I don't get what I need. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not good. And it was kind of the same here with Clayton. I'm sorry. You got blue balls, go and have a wank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you think his hands can't reach? He does have very short arms. He does. And we've discussed this before mm-hmm. about the length of men's yeah. arms, right? But if if you're a short arm king, then <laughs> maybe that's what the guinea pig. Short armed king. <laughs> uh, hmm. It's worth thinking about. Okay. All right, short armed kings, queens, and octopuses. Short tentacled. Short octopuses. tentacled octopi. <laughs> Oh, we love you. I'm going to return uh, back to my fever dreams. Um, we wish you good health and a yeah. lovely weekend. Don't get bit by Wuhan Frenchies. Don't get bit by Wuhan Frenchies or seek out coronavirus as the third in your marriage. <laughs> we love you and see we will Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.